From third grade, what is the capital of Kansas? Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Peekaboo, Kansas. Take away boo. with that speech from valedictorian (laughs) it's time to start the show i'm really glad that we didn't put ourselves on the spot (laughs) to show our lack of knowledge i don't uh i don't disagree with you at all welcome to boozy brunch this is the time during the week where stacy and i look back at our shows stacy and joan is the name of our show monday through friday 106.5 the arch I've got something a little different today. I decided to go the hot route, and I've got what I think is called maybe an Irish coffee. Oh, right. Well, that is the second part, and that's the name of Boozy Brunch. It's in the name. We had mm-hmm. usually take some uh, self-contained containers into the studio and not tell mm-hmm. anyone what's inside, although Stacy just broke the cardinal rule. Mine's coffee. What's wrong with that? Oh, that's why. It's from an, Where's I- my cheers? You just drank without a cheers. Okay. Because it sounds like shit, that's why. <laughs> and uh, speaking of the word shit, uh, that's another reason why wow. we do the show. We just uh, This is where we can talk more about things and say things that we're not allowed to on, on the FCC-governed radio. So that clip that we opened the show with was from our friend and coworker Jason, who asked us Whose to change... Whose name we have changed to protect the innocent we went around the office in honor of back to school just to see how much knowledge we've retained and Mm -hmm. and i do have a question for you after uh we listen back to to jason one more time because struggle bus is wait a question for me are you gonna put my knowledge on the spot it's not i don't have a lot of it no pressure but poor you you can't jason you can't do worse than jason this was just a (laughs) a small uh segment of, of what we i'm gonna say what we went through when we talked to him back on wednesday from fourth grade, who invented the cotton gin? I, I don't know. You got any hints? There's no way to hint this one. Yeah. Um, who sings I Will Always Love You? Whitney? Is his last name. So, something Whitney. Mm-hmm. Yes. Austin Whitney. No. Tom Whitney. No. John Whitney. Starts with Den- Denzel Washington starred in the movie Book of... Pain. Pain Whitney. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that movie. Eli. Eli. Eli was, that was my next one. Daddy. Totally. Everyone, right after Tom, you say Eli. Mm-hmm. How about this one? From third grade, what is the capital of Kansas? Kansas. It's not Paducah. That's K- Kentucky. A, B, C, D, F, G, H, J, K, M, L, P, Q, R, S, T. What is the girl's name from Boy Meets World? Topanga. To it's to close to that. Topanga? Peekaboo. Peek. To. Topi- Topeekaboo. <laughs> Topeekaboo, Kansas. <laughs> Takeaway boo. <laughs> Topeka. Yes. Yes. Have, oh, you, okay. have you heard of the of this city, Topeka? <laughs> uh, I, yes. Oh, yes. God, it's amazing. I can't wait to go on a road trip to Topeekaboo. <laughs> Gas out the car. How is that? Not their like slogan, the city slogan. Topeka boo. <laughs> it's always a surprise when you visit. It's so amazing. How do you? I mean, he's mid twenties. Yeah. I think. Okay. Here's here's what I think. <laughs> to be fair, I'm making fun of him more. And by the way, wonderful guy. Love him. He's great, and he's super cool, and he's really nice. And I really have to hard say worker. that. 
he just got a new position here that's more full time and he hasn't been on the radio before and I'm going to chalk it up to nerves. I think that he was nervous about us coming at him. To me, more of the grief I want to give him is not that he doesn't know uh, Eli Whitney and that Topeka is the capital of Kansas because Topeka boo, get it right. I will admit I had to look <laughs> it up myself before we went and quizzed him. Just more the la- the the lack of ability in guessing. For instance, mm. the book of pain. That was funny. Pain Whitney. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course, everyone learned. Don't funny. you remember from civics? Pain Whitney <laughs> invented the cotton gin. And then also, uh, the reason why he went on that peekaboo route, I was miming it. I, I should have said it out loud because this is the radio. So once he, once I start doing the peekaboo, come on. You were trying to get Topeka him to say peek? Topeka is a famous city. I know it's not a big city. I mean, what question are you going to ask me? We love me? you, Jason. Well, okay, my question is more related. Because I did get Topeka correct. I'd like to say that in case I blow this next thing. No, the, this question is more related to when we went and talked to our other friends. Names not changed, Rachel and Jesse, mm-hmm. uh, and asked them some questions. So we can listen to that, and then I, w- I will ask you this question. Oh, you keep putting it off. It's Come not, on. It, it, do not get excited <laughs> because you'll, you'll be let down. Okay. I'm just going to let you know off the bat. I think I, like, fell asleep from, like, grades 5 through 7 because (laughs) history and geography, not my jam. Well, here's biology. Oh, no. This is good for Rachel. There are years that I remember nothing. From sixth grade, what is the purpose of mitochondria? Ooh. (laughs) There you go. Get her. It's to process and make all the energy from, like, food and everything. They're like the factory that keeps the body and the cell moving. The The mighty mitochondria. The saying I always remember, the powerhouse of the cell. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, isn't that the nucleus? No, that's the center part of the cell. Right, the powerhouse. I'm not sure that's how that works. Ah, shoot. This one's from third grade. What is the capital of Kansas? The state we're right next to. Oh. Ah. Is it? It's not? (laughs) Topeka? Very good, Rachel. Yay! Yay! I had to think about that one, though. <laughs> yeah, I told you, geography, not my jam. Okay, this is from second grade. What is the term for a word that has the opposite meaning of another word? Synonym is same, so this is the other one. Um, A not synonym. It's oh almost my- like an anti-synonym. Oh, we're really <laughs> You pass second grade. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so the question was, and we actually didn't play this part on the radio, and, we, and you didn't hear it just there, which was some correct answers, such mm-hmm. as when we asked her, uh, when we asked Jesse, who invented the cotton gin, and she jumped in because, as you heard, she's not... Big on the general knowledge. Uh-huh. She said it herself, but immediately she yelled out, Eli Whitney. Right. We talked to our friend Deidre. You could barely finish the, the, that question. Who invented the cotton gin? Eli Whitney. It's so weird that everyone knows that one answer. And that was my question to you. Do you, I don't, I know the name, of course, but mm-hmm. I don't remember learning it. And if you asked me, I don't think I would have pulled that out. But if you told me, hey, did you know Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin? I'd say, yeah, no shit. Of course he did. Well, of course, it sets you up to say yes without proof that you didn't know. But you also <laughs> had related to Jesse when she said, just so you know, I feel like I slept through these grades. Mm-hmm. You say you felt like just a chunk of, of your memory or your knowledge was almost uh, just missing. Extracted like a, a claw machine came yeah. down from the sky and just. I got to tell you. School was effing boring. You can say it. We're on the podcast. Fucking boring. <laughs> really? Was, you were bored. Oh, God. You, it was so boring. Did you have bad teachers? 
I just don't think I was interested in any of their bullshit. Mm. That's how I felt. Like, I tried to do really well. I was, I was like a good student and I was really good at reading and really good at English and that sort of thing. And I do feel like some of my teachers were not as interested. I think they were more toward the end of their teaching career. And not Uh, that all teachers at the end of their teaching career are like, well, I give up. But I just don't think they were as interested. And on top of that, I was painfully shy. Painfully shy. And I think it was a hindrance. Maybe that's why I enjoyed school. I didn't realize this until like hindsight and other people telling me enough. Okay, is hindsight a reality or did people just tell you? <laughs> Wait, you say that you were obnoxious? That's my guess, that you were obnoxious. Well, then I, <laughs> I'm going to use the term outspoken Oh, and uh, on occasion, perhaps the class clown. Mm. And looking back, no, I, di- I wouldn't describe myself as that. But then when I hear stories, I'm like, oh, I guess I guess I would classify when our teacher is out in seventh grade and substitutes in, and then she comes back the next day and says, Jonah, please talk to me. You did X, Y, and Z to the substitute and made this happen and this happen. Why? Out of a class of 25, then maybe, yes, I was a little bit um, active. That's surprising because up until that, I thought we were really, really similar. Like, we have a lot of things in common. I feel like we could pretty easily be related. I feel like our mothers are very similar. Yeah. But this, like... You and I, neither one of us like making phone calls. We don't like asking people things. Uh-huh. So to hear that you were the class clown and and what was it? Outspoken? I was the outspoken. The other O word? I, the euphemistic O word? So the, well, the reason that I knew or I'm saying I've heard stories from people is my parents sent me this and it was a it was like a teacher review. I went to like a, I'm going to, I'm going to call it a hippie elementary school from mm-hmm. kindergarten through fifth grade. You called your teachers by their first names. Each class had like oh, 11 yeah. people in it. So our entire K through five was See, like 60 people. That right there sets us apart because you were taught that you were an equal to an adult. And I was taught that I better shut the fuck up and do what they say. <laughs> right. So when my fifth grade teacher, Mimi, wrote, oh, no, <laughs> that's her name, uh, wrote that we got a student review at the end of the year. And it, instead of like a report card, they literally would write like a page essay almost on Mm -hmm. like our different behavior patterns the very nice way she put it was uh if joan is told to do something uh he he likes to know the reasons why before he does it and if he is Mm -hmm. satisfied with the answer then he will uh, willingly oblige however if he does not agree with the reason why uh he will uh well i guess between the lines be outspoken brat yeah oh outspoken this is how we got in trouble in our elementary school they wrote your name on the board Oh, totally. But if you act up again, they're going to put a check mark next oh, to Oh, we had the same system. And if you got three checks, you had to stay in during recess or lunch, depending oh, on what time it was. If we, ours, if you did it a third time, they will circle that name with a check mark. I still remember in third grade, my sister and I both had that on, on the board. We were getting picked up from school that day. We spent about 20 minutes begging Gary. He was our, our teacher again. First names. Please take our names off the board before Bob gets here. I don't want to say, Did they do it? Right, right, right. Probably. Ah, oh, you're well, so lucky. You, what do you even like? No. When, when you're a kid, this is the consequence of your behavior. If you don't want your name on the board, right, then think don't about get your name him on the as board. As a teacher, as a child, you were the only one in that world that that matters. Like, if I was a parent and I walked in and I, and the teacher was like, "Well, Jonah uh, has his name on the board and it's circled. That means he spoke up twice." I'd be like. So, so fuck them. Let's go. That's disrespecting the rules of the classroom. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. So I think because I was in a safe environment there, yeah, I, I was obnoxious. But 
to your point earlier about us being similar, in public situations where I do not feel like I'm in a safe space, where I do mm-hmm. not know people, it, uh, it, it, it can be rough. Mm-hmm. I remember crying in a Burger King when I was under 12. It should have been under seven, but it was under 12. Uh, because my mom said, if I wanted to eat, I, I could tell the nice lady what I wanted. Oh, I couldn't. Ooh, I couldn't have done that. No. But everything changed when I was 15. It was like a switch went off. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. As in, you would... I was that, super is that, shy. Is that when super, your rebellious yes. streak happened? It happened fast. It happened hard. I thought you, no, I thought you got pregnant at 16. No. <laughs> funny <laughs> as she reaches for her drink that she can uh, i am gonna have a sip of this so like speaking of not being pregnant mm, mm-hmm. yeah so um it's very interesting to backtrack just a little bit because when i was just with my friends i was super outspoken mm-hmm. like i was the boss it was my way we did what i wanted oh we you played. were the ringleader mm-hmm. wow i've always wondered what it would be like to be the ringleader i have never been the ringleader how funny i i had a weird well, I, my best friend that I grew up with, he he was the ringleader, hmm. and I knew him since preschool. So, like, I never even had until like college. I never really had that dynamic. I was always second. Hmm. And I always wondered what it would be like. I felt like it was almost I'd be put on the spot. I'd be nervous. Too much power. No, it's great because you just get what you want all the time, and then other people do your bidding. <laughs> this is explaining some stuff. Is it? Well, we've uh, we've established. Uh, well, I've known for a while, but when I told you it, you told me you acted like was, it was. If it was you're going to say what I think you're going to say, I was completely shocked. And then once I thought about it, I'm like, "Holy cow, that is psychology 101." You don't like being told what to do. I fucking hate it. <laughs> it makes me so mad. Like, I said it offhanded one day because something happened. Uh, I don't even remember what what was going on, but you you weren't happy about something, and I said, "I, I mean, you know, you don't like being told what to do." So this is you're like, hold on. <laughs> I don't like be- you're I right like, of course I'm what do you mean like I'll do almost anything if you ask me and I can do it if you're like hey would you mind doing this crazy stupid thing I'd be like yeah sure mm-hmm. but if you're like you're gonna do this I'm like why don't you go fuck yourself <laughs> I will push you down the stairs <laughs> I don't know where it comes from can I be the title of the podcast you can go fuck yourself I'm gonna push you down the stairs so I am naming it that today. I love it. I so, love it. Only 14 minutes into the podcast, you already, uh, that's like hearing the title of the movie in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's why. I really like that name. <laughs> I like that name for I've, a podcast. I've already forgot. What is it? Why don't you go fuck yourself? I'm going to put that. <laughs> you down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the, that's like an album, like a punk album. <laughs> what? Yeah. We can make uh, hats with the acronym. Okay, so what is it? W Y G F Y. Why don't you? Let's go. Figure, we, let, we can figure that part off off okay. the podcast so people keep listening. <laughs> okay, they're probably yelling at their s- streaming device right now. What do we have up next? Oh, I know. I wanted to ask you about this because this was from the show this morning. Mm-hmm. We were talking about uh, automated driverless cars because UPS nope. has right. UPS has been a practicing or doing trial runs with driverless trucks down mm-hmm. in Arizona. It's like a 115-mile route going back and forth, and it's an automated truck. It's a big old tractor trailer, but they still do have like the safety driver and an engineer inside in right. case anything happens. 
They're at level three. They need to get to level four in order for it to be autonomous. But then what's level six where they're delivering your packages? Well, so I was this took me down a mini rabbit hole today because they're Aria one through five is currently the the levels of car autonomy. And I think level five is there doesn't need to be a driver in the car. It can Mm -hmm. do whatever it wants is doing. They're doing that in Europe right now. There's a taxi rideshare program right now Mm -hmm. in Britain. Maybe it's completely driverless. Like there's no one in it, but it still looks like a car. Mm-hmm. And you get in, it takes you wherever you program it in. Certain certain areas are are only allowed. It, that's a weird way of saying it, it's geofenced. Okay. So th- currently they're only allowed on roads that can go up to like 30 miles an hour. They mm-hmm. can't go on highways yet. But eventually they're going to get to a, the top level, which they're calling level six, which not only will be fully autonomous, meaning they can do anything, go anywhere, go on highways, no geofencing, but there will be no need for steering wheel brake gas, that kind of stuff, because drivers won't even be expected ever to use them manually, and that's where you said, F that, I'm out. Right. So if everybody was on the same program, Mm -hmm. I might be down for it. And I understand that machines can spot spot a problem and perhaps react faster than the human reaction. I'm going to say absolutely, not probably. they still need to be programmed. And if there's one problem... With the programming. Well, or, that's, what, that's what's happening right now, though, no? What do you mean? I mean, they're testing out the bugs. Oh, yeah, but it's not like, well, we fixed all the bugs in the whole wide world in every single car and nothing's ever going to happen. Well, so I guess that's where I'm caught because there, it doesn't have to be either extreme. But- if it was like on a, a rail or something like that, I would be more down for it. Where, where you take out the variable of other things around you being able to like a deer run in front of you and that sort of thing. So then the... Aut- but if it was on a rail and a deer ran, the only thing it could do would break. But if it was not on a rail, it could swerve. Right. Unless there were cars around it. Right. And it does the, the safest thing in that... The well, safest th- thing you're supposed to... This is horrible and I hate it, but you're supposed to hit the deer. Well, right. And you might. That's what... Well, that's the biggest thing I, I've... At least the biggest thing that has concerned me is where where are the moral lines and what is going to happen? Because mm-hmm. it's like, right, how do you program a computer to your only options are swerving to this car or swerving to this motorcycle? There's only right. one person on the motorcycle. There might be more people in the car. So mm-hmm. choose a motorcycle. It's it's, it's I it's ride a motorcycle be- and like getting the attention of the driver is a big part of making right, sure but they see Right, a computer would be way more aware of that motorcycle at all times in a person. Unless it takes into consideration it's one person versus four in that car. So then, but what, but what is the other solution? If you are the driver, would you just want the ability to just, ah, fuck it, kill myself? Like, if I can... I don't c- know. Probably not. So that's the thing that I'm struggling with the most is, I mean, number, I can... Fatalities and car accidents absolutely guaranteed to go down mm-hmm. if they're automated. People are terrible drivers. Right. Like, they just They're are. distracted. Like, I just got a text from my boyfriend. And we are people. So we are terrible drivers. You were telling me about how wonderful the moon was this morning. And what did you do this morning to try Nothing. and share? I didn't do anything. You showed me the photo you tried to take of the moon while you were driving. And all <laughs> no. I saw were blurry lines everywhere because, uh, I don't know, your phone was moving at 60 miles an hour. I know. And then you tried to take a video of the moon. I know. It was very bad. And I knew you know it was a bad decision. the photography would have been if you had a robot driving your car? Yes. 
So this, I still don't but feel like... But I, I feel like I need to go back and say, it wasn't rush hour traffic. There was no one else around me. I made what sure that... What if the drums out, like you said earlier? Then I'm stupid. Mm. Well, so this is, I guess, this might boil I know back a bad down choice. I'm never you. telling you anything again. <laughs> That's Do you want to go yeah. walk over by these stairs with me? <laughs> I wonder if this goes back to you not being, not liking being told what to do. In a way, because the car would be taking your autonomy away. I because just there's think, no way you would make better decisions than the computer. Like, even, like, I mean, point blank. Me too, mm-hmm. but I also feel like I think that is what it is. We have been marketed cars as in they're your personal, autonomous, freedom mobile. Because mm-hmm. you're an American, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I do love driving. I love driving. And then someone's saying, actually, this robot's going to make sure you don't die. You're like, ah, 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 I decide if I or other people don't die. Maybe, maybe. But it, I mean, I'm, I'm struggling with the same thing. Even the idea of having the steering wheel there in case, I'd be mm-hmm. like, yes. Like To get into a car that doesn't have any human controls does freak me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it does, now I'm thinking, but I wouldn't if it was a train, but that's on See, a rail. I've yeah. never thought of this sort of thing before, but I have thought of if the freeway was like a conveyor belt and like it, it put you on spaced perfectly, mm-hmm. you know, like... I, I haven't worked it out yet, obviously, but she's waiting for the call back for her second interview <laughs> with Tesla. But stuff like that, I do think is a good idea. I just feel like in these early stages where you're working out the glitches, there are going to be a lot of problems. And then in the later stages, as technology and everything in the world changes, you're going to have to constantly update. Well, yeah. And so there, those are constant. That's constant room for error. But it's always going to be less error than how it is now. Do you think so? I'm not sure. They've already tested one driverless car. I believe it's here. And they've logged like over, if it's not 10, it's 1 million miles of error-free driving. Wow. And that was from a driverless car. I, I mean, yeah, I do think. I think that it it will save us a lot. I, th- I read this really interesting article a while ago where, number one, they said the cars in the beginning weren't even necessarily meant to be gas driven like there were electric cars in the early 1900s really I didn't know that but they didn't go as fast and of course you had to charge them Mm -hmm. and like there was now my memory is going to betray me because I don't know all the details but there was uh, the push from uh, Ford and the Model T and the marketing of having the freedom and because the charging stations and they didn't know how things were it was before the national highway system so Mm -hmm. the gasoline just won but I didn't even know until two weeks ago that Electric cars aren't new. No, I had no idea. So there was there there is a potential alternate reality where gas cars never took off, hmm. and we were just riding electric this whole time, which probably would have heralded in uh, like autonomous vehicles mm-hmm. quicker because you know they do go hand in hand. So it's weird to think that. I mean, I think the main pushback is people's ours included resistance to change. Because that's how it's always been, and this is how I'm comfortable. At least I'll speak for well, myself. But to think that there was an actually tangible split, like in Back to the Future, where you make a different decision, mm-hmm. and the entire history of the world has changed. Imagine if we weren't fighting over like places that had oil for the past right. hundred years. Holy shit! I mean, honestly, I choose my cars based on gas mileage. Gas mileage because people have died for it, and I don't want to take advantage of that. Wow. I've always just thought about it environmentally. I that that's That's part that's, of it. No, I'm saying that's I'm trying to use like, a word other I, than interesting to not uh, uh trivialize what you said cuz that's a that's an is it interesting, interesting way to look at it. God. 
<laughs> I mean, there's there's a an SUV that I, I love the look of and I really want, but oh, it's terrible you, on gas mileage and, and I can't both, do it. I can't bring myself to do it. Uh-uh. And the world's going to end mm-hmm. because of it. So like, but that's a, uh, obviously completely different than not. And I don't need it. Like, but what do we need? I, I mean, seriously, like if I were driving around four kids and taking trips up to the snow all the time and that sort of thing, I might need a different car than I have now, but I'm not driving around four kids and I don't go to the snow. You can get, you, you could get the tiniest electric car right now and it would do everything that you personally need for the next five years, probably. Right. Exactly. Except the tiniest electric car. Is that one of those smart cars? I don't want one of those. No, those I w- I don't disagree with that statement. Mm-hmm. No. I would take a Tesla though. Oh, would you? Yeah. Would. Oh, one of those gorgeous I love ones. Them. I have, love them. They literally have a mode called ludicrous. What does that mean? Like you can, it's like normal sport, and then I believe it's called ludicrous, and that's just like the fastest like oh. pickup speed. I thought it looked up hose in different area codes. Yes. Um, sorry that <laughs> that's the ATL um, version of the ludicrous. There's the um, there's the ludicrous S, ludicrous SL, and then the ludicrous ATL. I see. And that last one knows all the hoes in every area code. That makes sense. Also uh, starred in six or seven uh, Fast and Furious movies. Hmm. Also got his career really kicked off uh, being a, a, a DJ on the radio in Atlanta. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Man, no wonder they named it Ludicrous ATL. That, that makes sense. <laughs> fun fact, it was actually a coincidence. It's weird. <laughs> I'm sure. Don't say you didn't learn anything. Two things. Uh, you learned about Ludicrous ATL and you learned a, a new favorite sentence. Yes, I do love the sentence. Why don't you go fuck yourself? I'm I'm going to push you down the stairs. On that br- brilliantly bright note of positivity. Inside, I'm actually a pacifist who just has love in my heart. Emphasis but... on fist. <laughs> you literally told me this morning you were imagining punching an imaginary person in the face for an imaginary situation. It wasn't imaginary. It was a real situation. That you the imaginary in. part was that if he did it to me. To, why don't you say... I think okay, trigger that I warning. am justified. This is disgusting. disgusting. It's okay. horrifying. So if you don't want to hear about bodily fluid stuff, it's gross. This is the last thing we'll say. We love you. We'll talk to you next Friday, mm-hmm. or you can listen to 1065thearch.com. But this was a story uh, months ago, mm-hmm. but it was a woman who uh, found out through... Her taste buds. We're just going to go through it and say it right. Buds. That um, a guy had contaminated yogurt with his personal dna sample right now here's the thing from where you go if you want to donate things now i knew about this story and i thought it was horrible and i'm like how could she even tell like in a whole container of yogurt what i found out today was that it was a little like costco sample sample, a little sample size so the ratio probably was way different i can barely even talk about it it is horrendous i was uh i almost got sick when we were talking just and i felt there we go again like Ima- like when you told me that that was the story and I imagine I imagined myself in our very own Baldwin Costco um, and spear tackling this man and then pummeling him with your tiny tiny fists that I, are no wider than your wrists <laughs> Sh- they are a little bit wider than my wrists you this I got like a good half you know, inch we're already there so let's just get a little more weird you that you should cast a silicone cast of your fist and forearm would mm-hmm. do well in adult stores. I you think, think so because it is for anyone that's enormous. 
But yeah. it is also, for people who are into that, not. And I think I'm that would be a I'm imagining myself ver- wearing like different rings and stuff oh. to make different choices We've for talked people. about you doing alternative income sources. We have. One of them was Twitch, just playing video games. Mm-hmm. In a tank top. <laughs> with, the ca- with the camera uh, uh, above your head looking down. Mm-hmm. Dude, you would make, you could easily make just baseline a couple hundred bucks a week. I told that. you I'd give you 10% if you set me up. So what does that mean? How do I set you up? Do I just need to I don't make know. An That's account, what I'm saying. I don't know how to do webcam? it. Yeah, I guess so. So one on one day on my calendar it'll just say Stacy's house to set up webcam. Yes. So what do I do? I just does it matter what game I play? I don't or think do so. Or do I have to get really good at like Halo? I don't think they Fortnite. will give a shit how good you are. This actually and this is well, I guess we lied to people who we said you should shut it off because we're talking about fluids. We're done with that. Although the point was just that you say you're a pacifist, yet you were imagining bludgeoning someone to smithereens with your own hands. I'm mostly a pacifist. And gotcha. I will... Well, yeah, I if will... someone force-fed you in that way, that is, as I said earlier, one of the most awful things I could possibly think of that yeah. doesn't involve actual physical harm. I would genuinely... Like, I genuinely see the good in most people but that's too disgusting and i would want to punch that person in the face so somehow on instagram and i don't know because i don't follow like bikini instagram babes like Mm -hmm. i don't have a lot of that on my feed so when i go to the explore page i'm not exactly sure why this popped up for the for me Mm -hmm. but when i was scrolling through there was a woman with enormous boobs okay enormous Mm mm-hmm possibly twice the size of yours that's ridiculous like that's why i'm using the word enormous okay if they're twice the size as mine okay wait a b c d e f does that work you just double the letter a b c d e no i'm lying a b c d double d triple d or e that changes f g h i j K-L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U. She has U-sized <laughs> boobs. And my point is, she has about 700,000 followers on Instagram. She doesn't post revealing photos. They're all like in t-shirts, crew neck mm-hmm. t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And there's not even they're not even see-through t-shirts. So there's no detail mm-hmm. on her. But they're enormous. Mm-hmm. And she just posts photos every day. 700,000 followers for people who are into crew neck Mm-hmm. normal hey guys i'm at the store hey guys so if you actually on purpose wore a tank top and played video games on the internet live interacting her, with people what's her body like compared to me like is she a lot thinner than me with double my boob size absolutely not really absolutely is she like not. my size with double the boob size no she is a little bigger than me with double the boob size I don't know why I'm trying to be so delicate know, with describing a stranger. It? She is she is a bigger person. Okay. But she she is an absolute she looks like a 100% normal person if you went to like she looks like she shops at uh at like an average like a South County Walmart you would see this woman and she's just walking down the aisle. Okay. She's a random person. She doesn't get her hair done. Mm-hmm. It's she, no makeup even generally. It's just that she wears these fitting crew necks. And she's is not Is that all it is? They're not even fitting. She just has enormous boobs. Like, comical size. Like, very, 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 very big. And they're just photos of her. Have you ever seen me in a tight shirt? Like, a form-fitting upper body outfit? Yeah, I've seen your Renaissance outfit. Oh, yes. You have. I also saw you when you tucked in your shirt the other day. 
When did I tuck in my shirt? Was I joking around? Well, you were on Facebook Live. You were showing everyone how well. Oh, right, 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 right. And it's some, yes, I, it's funny because we work together and we spend more time together than with anyone else in the Seriously. world. Seriously. And this is uh, coming up on, it's over seven years of doing this. So happy anniversary happy in an- April. Back in April. Uh, but so I don't, th- well, for many reasons, I don't think about that. But on occasion, when you will do that or hit an angle, or you're like, oh, <laughs> this is weird. Look at this photo. Like, what the, f- where the <laughs> fuck did those come from? Like, they've been here the whole time. Yeah. Like, I oh, just, I kind of hide them <laughs> because it's honestly, it's distracting. And I've had them for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of imprinted in me that that people will talk to me because of them and I don't want that well especially because you had them for so long and I saw uh it was a response to a Twitter question the other day and it was just like what what's bumming you guys out today and then you know open answer whatever it is and someone just put when you're oh no what's what's the worst part about being an adult that you found out like people who are recently adults and Mm -hmm. someone wrote back when you're 18 it's legal for men to flirt with you oh yeah it's gross and it's not like they fuck it's not like they wait even for that. So mm-hmm. like if they, I can, ima- I can imagine and I, I, I am sympathizing, not empathizing, I'm not joking. why you would be uh, discreet. I had that. an ex coworker who I worked with for like five years. I saw him at a bar probably 10 years after we'd worked together. He leaned over and motorboated me. Oh, uh, like, and I was called assault. horrified. Yes. I was horrified. He apologized the next day, but I was still like, okay. Yeah. Like, I feel As you so should be. You weird right now. Ugh. Ugh. It was weird. And I wasn't even like... The thing is, if I wear anything that's not a turtleneck, I have cleavage. So it's not like yeah, I was like, like showing them off or anything, but you can see them because they're gigantic. Well, you have. I think you have a 100% um, balanced and... To be honest, compassionate view towards other people because <laughs> you see, you say, "Listen, they're there. We all know they're there, and they are above average in mm-hmm. in what you see every day." So, if I am wearing a, a shirt, I understand if you are if you I look honestly, or if your eyes dart down, it's just a fact of life that someone's going to look. Plus, I'm not ashamed of them, so I don't care if people look. Right. So, but that, if you're gross about it, then it's human like, nature. Right. I look when when someone walks by with like a rack that you can't ignore i'm like dang and I but think, i don't like be i'm not gross about it all right but i'm saying that's so but that, i don't think there's anything like negative or bad about the human body so it i don't take it the same way as some people i think there are chicks who i know who dress and they really show them off and then they're like how dare you look at them and i'm like well you have strobe lights and glitter all over them so i mean if it was your ear people would look at it that's kind of like uh when See, I'm trying to fucking. Is there someone at the door? You keep looking behind me. Our uh, our boss just made nine passes. There he goes again. Either way, and I'm trying to make a point about boobs, and I can't because you're walking by the window. I feel like he thinks he's a model right now because he is On the strutting catwalk. up and down the hallway. Sixth time. All right, what I was trying to say is I oh, fucking it doesn't matter hey well is it about boobs 12 minutes ago we said we're done so is it about glitter and strobe lights on your boobs probably <laughs> I think just the point was right so of course people are going to look but there is a line and it's way before motorboating and that's the right. thing I think that's most annoying about quote and I even hate this sentence in this new climate I think it would people be funny. are like what she, she has big boobs and a tank top you're going to look at them yeah you are going to look at them right you're not going to Put your fucking face in them. But also to not look at them 
is perpetuating to be offended and when people look at your like, boobs. And it's almost like, you have boobs, and I, I defy you to make me look. Well, the thing is that it's almost like perpetuating that they are a negative thing to be like, mm-hmm. like, if I look at your forearm, I'm fine, but if I look at your boobs, I'm not. Like, well, no one has a poster of Pamela Anderson's forearm on their wall. I bet someone does. I bet someone enjoys Pamela Anderson's forearm. They're the same people that under every celebrity's uh, photos on Instagram just comment, show feet. (laughs) What I'm saying is that um, don't be gross about it, but there's nothing wrong with just seeing someone else. You know, like, I, uh, yes, if you had a flashy button on your shoulder, I would probably notice it just because I notice your boobs doesn't mean I'm a disgusting human. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be funny if I wore a shirt that said, how dare you look at my boobs? <laughs> that reminds me of a shirt. I saw the mall when this guy says blink if I'm awesome. <laughs> That's it's good. Like, oh, no. <laughs> OK, now we're going to now we're going to end. I don't know. This is fun. Probably not for anyone else but us, but I've enjoyed it. Well, this is our passion project, and that doesn't necessarily, that means that we, that's okay. I think. What? See? You know what? I'm going to keep that in. Sometimes you go back and edit things. This is going to be an unedited no, episode. I got it. I'm just messing. Don't. Why do I can't forget your sentence, or else I'm not going to be able to name the podcast. Why don't you go fuck yourself? I'm going to push you down the stairs. That's what I wanted to say. Man, I really like that. It's not accurate representation, but I do really like it. I think it's funny. 1065thearts.com. If you wanted to hear um, more clips from the show, we uh, this was a clip, a light clip show today. Yeah. I'd also like to just say for the record, please don't edit it out, that if someone in my presence does fall down the stairs, it really was an accident. I would never actually push someone down the stairs. I mean, not only did you make up that Unless saying, they looked but at my boobs. also kidding. invited me to a staircase earlier <laughs> this morning. 1065thearch.com, the last time I'll say it. Have a great weekend. I'll see you. Uh, well, we're spending... We're spending time on purpose together this weekend as well. You want to stare at my boobs? Here are some stares for you. Push, thunk, 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 thunk. How about that? Oh, I thought you were going to invite me to watch you run tomorrow, which is exactly <laughs> what's happening. You and my girlfriend Amanda are doing that. I'm not exactly inviting you to watch me run. You're accompanying your girlfriend to a 5K that we are in together. That you happen to be at? I don't Then explain why you're coming over for movie night afterwards. I'm not inviting you to watch me run. I'm not like Jonah. Come over, Stuart from Magic. Look Look what I can do! Look what I can do! I'm gonna run. I'm not running more. Watch this! Watch this! I'm just gonna press stop because this is this this uh, has been an unsuccessful attempt to wrap this up. (laughs) But I guess that's why uh, podcasts are the open format they are. Do you want me to bring? (laughs) Do you want me to bring? Yes, bring the fucking corn chips (laughs) and the guacamole. There are these new corn chips at Trader Joe's. They're elote corn chips and they're like sweet corn, street corn, Mexican street corn. Boozy brunch with Stacey Jonah is not brought to you by Trader Joe's elote chips. Although, if you want to throw us a bag, tell me you didn't love them. They're pretty good. I know, and I'm going to bring some guacamole over, too, and then we're going to eat them up. Oh, that that was the end of your sentence? For now. That was a weird inflection. I was dreaming about eating Imagine if the episode just stopped mid-sentence. Like that. Okay, we'll talk to you late. Okay, for real, though. See ya. Bye. Tomorrow. (laughs) And back in the office when we're done with this. Jonah, watch me run!